0: listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 10. Well, hey there, Amy here. How is everyone doing today? How's that stress level? So I saw a really funny post on Facebook, which I will include in the show notes for those of you who want to see it. The instruction was paint the mandala and control your stress. And well, the picture looks like you gave a red crayon to a three-year-old and asked them to color in the mandala. So (laughs) I don't know how well that exercise worked for someone who was really stressed, but it definitely reflects how I think a lot of people are feeling right now. So today's podcast is all about how structure drives behavior. And the reason I brought up the mandala and coloring is we always think about coloring inside the lines. Some people like to Do that, and other folks really want to be all over the place. We talk about things like people who think outside the box. Structure in and of itself seems to create um, people bristle at it because they don't want to feel boxed in with rules and things like that. And I get it. At the same time, I want to remind you that without structure... What happens to our behavior? And whether or not you want to admit it, structure does still drive your behavior. So what I want to talk about today is how structure really can be a huge benefit. And when I talk about structure, I am not talking about being restrictive. I'm talking about putting routines in place. And setting expectations as a way to minimize the chaos. So, think about it this way when you walk into a grocery store right now, do you have a routine? Which door do you usually enter? Which section do you usually go to first? So, for me, I pretty much always park in about the same place. I like entering the store on the side where all the produce is because, well, just the way I even think about when I eat, I want to get all the fruits and vegetables in my shopping cart first, and then I work my way around the perimeter. That's my routine. And as a matter of fact, when you look at the way a grocery store is laid out, their structure There's aisles, there's signage telling you where to go, where you can get what you're looking for. Can you imagine at the same time, if you had a grocery store that lacked all that structure, the chaos that would ensue, how much faster it is to actually get what you want to get done when you walk in there. And right now with the coronavirus pandemic, People are trying to get in and out of grocery stores as fast as they can, as efficiently as possible, so that they're minimizing their time of exposure, right? So planning-wise right now, having a detailed shopping list would be really helpful to make that trip really efficient. That could mean coming up with what your menu is and then figuring out what ingredients you need as well. So, this is all again about structuring our time so that we can get things done as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible, and avoiding that return trip to the grocery store because you forgot something important, right? And then, for folks that are concerned about the rate of contagion for this virus, you've heard guidance on making sure that you wash your hands as soon as you get home, maybe even taking a shower, making sure you put your clothes directly into the washer, right? There's a lot of information out there that if you focus on that could really increase your anxiety level. So the other thing I really wanna make sure that you're doing is paying attention to what you're focusing on and reminding you to focus on the things that you can control. So structuring our time during the day is definitely something that we can control. So let's talk a little bit more about how you're doing as far as creating structure, especially if you're now Working from home, and that's not something that you normally do. Or if you're staying at home with the kids because all the schools are closed. So, most folks who have kids have probably figured out at this point that giving the kids a routine, a schedule, if you will, makes life a lot easier. You don't end up with you know, the Facebook post that I'm seeing where two kids suspended for fighting and one teacher fired for drinking on the job, right? (laughs) If you provide your kids with some structure to their day to schedule, it actually gives them more of that sense of calm, knowing what to expect next. Guess what? As adults, the same thing happens. So, if you haven't put a schedule in place for yourself and a routine, I would definitely encourage you to do that. Now, when it comes to structure, people also resist because it feels like, oh, I have to follow certain rules. So when it comes to weight loss, I would propose that there are three rules that you follow. And when you hear my rules, I want you to think about what that actually means for you in your life, because these are not onerous rules. The first rule is I'm going to listen to my body. So an example would be when I'm hungry, I'll eat. When I'm full, I'll stop. And when I'm tired, I'll rest. So I want you to sit with that for a little bit and think about if that feels at all restrictive, or if that feels really good as a rule to be honoring your body. Rule number two is, when making important decisions, I will do my best to make conscious intentional decisions, which means I need to practice being more aware of my thoughts. So this means that my mind chatter doesn't get to run amok. So awareness of my thoughts allows me to, in a sense, put them on a table and evaluate. Does this thought serve me well? Is this mine? Or is this someone else's that I'm hearing repeated in my brain? And what do I want to do with it? So In the current environment where you may feel like you have little control over what's happening, you want to focus on what you can control. So being aware of your thoughts allows you to control where your mind is going to go and how you're going to feel. And you can definitely control how you respond to a situation as well. And this is rule number three. So I'm making a big distinction here between responding and reacting. So by being aware of your thoughts, you can move forward with intention and with confidence versus not abiding by these rules. What does your life look like? What does your day to day routine end up looking like do you end up feeling in control or like the day is controlling you I do not want you to feel like the tail is wagging the dog I want you to feel like you are in control and that you can choose what you're thinking about what you're choosing to eat how much you're going to eat why you're eating and that it's stuff that's truly nourishing for your body. So when we talk about routines, I'm actually thinking in many, many ways about the kind of habits that you have in place. So when we look at a routine, you could be looking at your morning routine, you could be looking at your bedtime routine, You can be looking at your after work routine. You could be looking at how you're preparing your meals. So things like batching or what a lot of trainers call meal prep. When you're making meals for three or four days or meal prep in non-trainer terms, where we're just talking about preparing the next meal, where we're cooking at home and then generally speaking, what your schedule looks like during the day. So having a morning routine means that you get up in the morning, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, take a shower. Like even though you may not need to get dressed for work right now, unless you're on a Zoom call with video, you're still going through that routine. It sets the tone for the rest of your day. So you might be able to wear comfier clothes, but I would suggest that if you're going to be doing some work, getting out of your pajamas and getting into some kind of outfit that signals to your brain that you're shifting gears. Now, if your morning routine currently does not include meditation, I would suggest that you add that to your routine. It can be a quick 10-minute meditation. Uh, Light Watkins actually suggests that you meditate no more than 20 minutes at a time. So he's the author of the book, Bliss More. And it's an easy way to start a meditation practice. So if that's something that you would be open to adding to your routine, I would definitely recommend it. And the reason why I love meditation is because you become much, much more aware of your thoughts. And the goal here is to be able to observe them just going by. Oh, I'm thinking that thought. Okay. And you may find yourself going down a rabbit hole and then you may through a prompt, if you're listening to one of the apps like Calm or Headspace, you may actually find that, oh, I just caught myself. And then gently go back to focusing on breathing as an example. So if you haven't tried out any of those meditation apps, this would be a great time to try that. I believe that because of what's going on, there's a lot of free offers right now as well. So if that's something that sounds good, again, the two apps are Calm and Headspace. I have no doubt there are more out there. I mentioned these two specifically because I've used them before. I know they're solid products and they're widely available. So in your morning routine, another option to add would be a workout and there are so many workouts that are available online right now that except for the part about getting accountability everything else is there you can go on YouTube you can go on Facebook you could go to whatever your favorite health club is I am 99% sure that they have some online workouts available right now. If you need some additional accountability, I am sure that those fitness centers and the trainers there would be happy to schedule time with you to hold you accountable, to make sure that you get your workout in. So it could be before work, it could be a lunchtime thing as a break, or it could be after your work hours. The idea being to, again, get yourself into a routine so it's automatic and doesn't require any decision making. And then after work, the same sort of thing. So after work, especially if you've had some stressful phone calls or if you've been doing some work and you need a break, this would be a golden opportunity to do a little meditation for, say, 10 minutes. So if you're doing a lot of emotional eating right now, be it because you're stressed or because you're bored, the other habit or routine you might want to start thinking about is adding meal prep in. So there could be some new recipes that you've been meaning to try out, or it could be some tried and true ones that you love. You're going to create that shopping list, go to the grocery store, get those ingredients, try not to go down the snack food aisle so that Whatever you have at home is going to be on the healthier side. And then as part of your daily schedule, make sure that you're including time to prepare meals. Now, of course, for those of you who prefer ordering food right now, this is obviously a great opportunity to support those local restaurants. And if your local restaurant has the ability to provide delivery or if you're good with getting takeout or picking up your order, I know that they definitely appreciate that. If you're someone that really wants to stay home, again, ordering directly from the restaurant, their margin is significantly higher than if you're ordering through, say, DoorDash or Uber Eats. I was a local business owner for 15 plus years, so I definitely want to make sure that you're aware that those delivery services do take a pretty significant cut from whatever they're generating in terms of sales. Okay. So, one other key takeaway for you is the importance of habits and structure in terms of avoiding decision fatigue and the consequences of making decisions when you've run out of juice. So if our brain is good for something around 20 to 30 decisions a day, how many decisions do you make in the morning? If you have a routine already, then you don't really have to think about it. You don't have to think about whether or not you're going to brush your teeth. And if you have a set breakfast, then you don't have to think about that either. If you're trying habit stacking, so adding water with your coffee every morning as a way to stay better hydrated, the goal here is for you not to have to even think about it. If you figure out what you're going to wear the next day, the night before, that means you don't have to think about it. And in the grand scheme of things, it's not really an important decision for you to spend a lot of time and energy on either, especially right now if you're staying at home. So with scheduling, it means, again, that you're not having to use up a limited number of decisions that you have available to you per day. So that by the end of the day, if you have not had to make as many decisions, you have a better chance of making good ones at the end of the day, especially if you're someone who does a lot of late night stacking. Or have an after work routine that includes drinking maybe a glass of wine or two more than you had potentially wanted to. So in the next episode, since I talk so much about habits today, I'm going to be doing a deep dive into the habit loop and how to create those new and improved habits that you want that will make lasting weight loss easy. So I'll wrap things up today with a quote by Orson Sweat Martin. A good system shortens the road to the goal. You've been listening to the happy and healthy podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com, that's M-O-X-I-E hyphen clu dot and sign up for my free three-day course. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.